Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Mark Hostetler, both pastors at Eagleville. And I just wanted to talk Christmas themes. And one of the themes is found in uh, Luke chapter 1. But just before I even get into that, I think just the ordinary life that people live where God interacts with them. Like I was thinking about the shepherds the other day. And there's mine in their own business watching yeah. over flocks. They're just doing their job. And God shows up right where they are. And sometimes just that average everyday life is a great thing. You know, it's exciting to think about, isn't it? That, right. that we could be in our mundane, uh, if you're a stay-at-home mom, washing dishes, right. nothing going on. And boom, God shows up in your mind right. and in your life. You're praying for somebody. They call, hey, this thing got answered. You know, it's right. God's amazing. He can do that in our everyday right. life. Or you're framing awesome. a house or putting on a roof or teaching yeah. in school or whatever it yeah. is, uh, driving a bus, whatever your role is in the yeah. world. I think it's a great thing. But I wanted to look at some of the uh, lessons from Christmas. And in uh, Luke chapter 1, uh, verse 28, which this is now where God is speaking to Zechariah and John the Baptist, who's going to be just ahead of Jesus Christ, kind of to announce the coming of the Messiah, then Jesus Christ coming as that uh, predicted one. But it says in uh, 128, and the angel came to her and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Mm -hmm. And I just think now this is the angel talking to Mary. And the first thing he tells her is, hey, you're favored. And that had a, you know, it'd be scary to hear from the angel, but then, you know, you hear that you're favored. And when you think about God's favor being on you know, the announcement of all the angels, of all the angels, this whole army of angels, and his peace on earth, goodwill to men, God's favor to men. To know that we're favored is one of the lessons of Christmas that we should get. Oh, man, it's such an encouragement. You know, that's what we would desire, isn't it? We desire God's favor for right. us, over us. You know, when he confirms that to Mary, I mean, she's like, how how is it that I'm so blessed? You know right. what I mean? Like how, and I think every one of us should have that heart. You know, how is it that I'm so blessed that I would have the favor and grace of God over my life? You know, right. I think, well, he, he does. And I think she probably had no idea ahead of that. Right. Perhaps that she was on God's radar and that, you know, here's a young woman and she's about to get married. She's engaged. She's looking to the future. No clue that she's going to be asked to carry God's child. And she's just living her normal life, and here she's right on God's radar. And there are times in our in our world where we got to realize there are times where even though you don't know it, you're on God's radar. Yeah. And yeah. He's paying attention to your life. He's seeing how you're living and the decisions that you've made. And there are times where He wants to bless your life, and that's that's a great thing. Yeah, I think Psalm one thirty nine would confirm that definitely. You know, He knows your He knows your thoughts. He knows everything about you. You know, right. He knows before you He had a plan for you right. and your life. You know, right. stop resisting it. Enjoy the favor of God. Right. You know, I, that's what Mary. I think that's what Mary did when she said, you know, she didn't know what the meeting was going to be all about. You right. know, she's like she was wondering what's this all about. You know. But once the angel communicated it to her, she's okay, I'm yours. Right. Whatever you need, you know. Right. And I, I think that's a great attitude, you know, we right. should all have. Yeah, but that just that favor too, you know, just mm -hmm. when you look at uh, Paul talks to heathens in Acts 14, God has blessed you with food. God has put joy in your heart. And even those people, even though they couldn't recognize that it's coming from the hand of God, had favor. It says in Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his love for us this way yeah even when we were sinners christ died for us died he for loved us, us yeah. so much that he favored us when we weren't perfect and that's the the mind-boggling thing about god it's not just now mary did have a great reputation and sure. she was a wonderful person no doubt but our jesus christ he died for us and we weren't perfect mm -hmm. god 
blesses those heathens that Paul was talking to. They don't even rule it. They weren't perfect. So he's favoring. And I think about the challenge, I guess, to me as a human individual is to just be that person of favor, be that person who cares about other people and whether those people are perfect, they're not perfect. It's because if God has has blessed my life, I certainly want to be a blessing. Yeah. Philippians 2, 5, your attitude should be that the same as that of Christ Jesus. You know, Christ was Christ showed us his love even when we didn't deserve it. You know, we were still sinning. Christ died for us. He hung there on the cross for us. Right. What are we doing to show that same sort of uh, love towards others? You know? it's, it's a challenge, to be honest with you. I mean, it's something that I have been thinking about, and not per se from Luke chapter 1, but I was reading Luke 1 the other day just personally. I was just reading yeah. it and being inspired by it. And, you know, just like the Bible, when I read all the time, it is an inspiration to me. And I was just thinking about love, and I was thinking about, Bill, your job. And we think about everything we've been through uh, with COVID this year, everything as a church we've been through. Sure. We think about people that we haven't seen in ages. It's like, Bill, your responsibility is you've got – to all you, all you need to do is you need to love people. That's your job. Stop worrying about everything else. Stop thinking mm-hmm. about everything else. That's your job. Yep. That's what I want you to do. Loving people looks looks out for their interests. Right. You, you set aside your own. You you look out for their interests. Right. You know, and you you look. How can I show this person favor? Right. How can I honor this person? You know, honor is huge. You right. know, and favor is huge. I think. Well, too. the other day, I mean, you'd be interested in this. Uh, the other day, I just. I'm telling you, some of these things that hit you guys, it's in a way that you just can't quite understand. But I just thought about somebody I hadn't seen in a while in church, and I just sent him a verse. That's it. And it was a verse about uh, don't be anxious about anything, but everything Mm -hmm. by prayer and petition. Just pray it out to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So my wife later that day was dropping off something for her that needed to be taken to someone else. And so they were going to be seeing them. They're far away. The mail's a wreck. She didn't want to mail it. So this person is going, it's going to be an out of state thing. And, and to see this person, Hey, could you take this, this card Mm -hmm. to them for me and finds out this person's been just really worried and a lot of, you know, medical problems that none of us knew anything about. And just, she goes that verse when, Oh my goodness, Bill sent me that verse today just wow what the perfect verse for me and and what i'm going through and here i'm just sitting in my office like right out of the blue like i just you should send them this verse yeah angels, i haven't even talked I mean, to this it, person in weeks it's just awesome yeah I, I angels are messengers of the lord right and it's pretty awesome when you can be a messenger of the lord right. too when you can give that word of encouragement to right. somebody else you know just out of the blue like that oh man that's such a great testimony god's at right. work right God's at work, and he he's interested in your life right. enough that he would take somebody else like you right. and speak into your life. Right. You know, and that's awesome. And the thing I is, love I it. didn't even say anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't spoken to this person in weeks. I sent him the verse. That was it. Praise God. I didn't yeah. say anything else other than that, and then they wrote back, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that. It's just a perfect verse for everything I'm going through. I still didn't know what they were going through until my wife, you know, reported it back yeah. to me later, which I was surprised they didn't tell us because I'm awesome. like, we would have been praying for you if we mm-hmm. would have known about that, but mm-hmm. that's okay. But I think just that favor, just that, yep. and, and I think that I was inspired to do that because I was thinking about just loving people. And just, Bill, you just got to love people no matter what. And even if sometimes you're frustrated frustrated with certain situations, you got to just keep loving. Yeah, you got to you know just keep else? loving. Yeah. You got to keep loving. And, and in that frame of mind, I just felt, you should send this verse to this person. What Out else of the blue, re- like, boom, just some random verse. That's you know? awesome, man. Right. That, that reminds me, though, 
that the reason that happens because you were thinking about that person. I think a lot of times we, but I wasn't. Well, at that time you were right. You know, like at that, you thought this person could probably benefit from that. Yeah. And what I'm saying is, is sometimes we need to get outside of our own bubble and think about who can I bless today? You know, who can I, who's, who haven't I seen in a while? Right. Who needs encouragement? You know, and you start thinking that way and, a simple text, you know, right. that can bring encouragement and hope. Well, I think people. that's true. I mean, as far as showing favor to people, mm-hmm. I think a simple way to do it is just, hey, I was thinking about you, praying for you. How are you doing? Just yeah. checking in with them and, and things like that. But here's another thing we learned, too, uh, from the Christmas story is God keeps his promises. Yeah. Because in Luke one thirty seven, it says, no word from God will ever fail, for one thing. So whatever God says, he's going to keep his promises. Huge comfort. Then it says in 153, he fills the hungry with good things. And you think about when Mary was talking about her own life, and she talks about how humble, and God has seen my humble estate. This is not a person who had a lot of money mm-hmm. or a lot of means, not her or Joseph. And she comments about God feeding the hungry yeah. because that had been her experience. She wasn't the rich who had just a plentiful amount of food. She was more... I mean, you would have to assume from what her own statements that she was more on the poor side. The humble side. The yeah, humble the side. Humble means, yeah, right. Humble means not having too much. Because she said God fills the hungry with good things. Mm. God's taking care of hungry people. God's taking care of people without. God's the, You talk about the favor of God on the world. That's right. You know, you're highly favored. Well, one of the ways mm-hmm. that she was favored is just God providing her needs. Exactly and I think that right. that's one of the things that we have to we have to realize God does provide. And if you're in a situation where, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it, um, do I have the strength to handle the situation? Uh, it could be a heartbreaking thing. Uh, it could be a health thing. It could be just a you know shortfall of finances thing. Whatever it is, you know, am I going to be able to handle this? And and the answer is, well, look, God tells us that He's going to be with us and He's never going to forsake us and that's He's exactly never going right. to abandon us and He's He's going to be with us to the end of the age and all these things where. God, these are the promises of God. So we're reminded of that. Jesus Christ was in answer to the promises of God anyway. And she's saying no word from God will ever fail. That's exactly right. I mean, when you say that, it reminds me of Matthew 6 where where Jesus tells his followers, hey, don't worry about these things. You know, don't worry about the clothes you're going to wear. Don't worry about the food you're going to do. If God clothes... Uh, you know, uh, the flowers, if he produces things in the flowers that are beautiful, if he takes care of the birds in the sky, how much more is he going to take care of you? Stop worrying right. about these things. You know, God's going to provide for you. And it is, it's the truth. Um, Elizabeth also there tells Mary, blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Right. There's going to be blessing upon our life when we walk in, in faith, right. when we walk in, in a believing attitude. You know, Mary believed it. She, right. she, the angel told her, she says, you know what? All right, I believe that. And Elizabeth, her cousin, pregnant with John, says, blessed are you. Right. You believe it. Right. Blessed are you. You know, right. that, we should be walking in that blessing as well through faith. Right. That's how we get it. No, for sure. And you think about who tells her that nothing is impossible. God, he, Gabriel's already told Zechariah, yeah. I, I'm the, well, how do I know this is going to be true? Because I stand in the presence of God. I love that verse. I yeah. stand in the presence of God. And, mm-hmm. the, and this angel who says, I stand in the presence of God says this, nothing will be impossible well, God, right. because he knows that because he's experienced that he's seen the things that God can do. And he says, nothing is impossible when it mm-hmm. comes to our faith and our faith. Definitely. We wanted to be enhanced during the Christmas season. Uh, 
remember, God keeps his promises. Yes. I also notice this, because it says in Luke one forty eight, he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will be called or call me blessed. So I like that, that he's been mindful of the humble state of his servant. And she's just a normal person. And God uses mm -hmm. ordinary people. He might use you. All right, yeah, to right. go and impact somebody else's life or be an encouragement or help them. Your your words to somebody might keep them on a day where they were thinking about ending their life. And just some encouragement from you kept them moving. Yeah, we've heard those testimonies. Mm -hmm. I, we've experienced it like you just shared. Right. We've experienced those testimonies. I had a really good friend actually in the ministry here um, uh, on the worship team. I some reason, he was just on my heart, man. He was really on my heart. And I, I called him. I was driving a truck at that time. I called him and uh, he didn't answer, but I left a message. I said, you know, I can't remember exactly what I said, but pretty much he, I, I felt that he was depressed. I felt that he was anxious and I'm praying for him and that God loves him. Right. He, what he told me is I'll never be the same because of that call. Right. It was the hardest time in his life up to that point. Right. And I called right at that time and left him a message. He says, I'll never be the same. Right. I'll never be the same. So we can be that agent, you know, and oh, that's yeah. encouraging, man. I mean, I'm, when you allow God to work through you like that, you know, uh, don't, sometimes you get that premonition. Don't stop it. Right. You know, work off of it. You I, know, I remember uh, I was gone from a, a place where I had been, uh, had worked as an assistant, a uh, youth pastor part-time in a church and a guy that I knew from there called me like years after I had left. And said something I needed to hear that day. Wow. I'm like, this is like, it's, it's awesome. he has no idea. He has no idea, yeah. like, how much that helped at that time. So I've seen yeah. God definitely intervene, and, and God certainly uses uh, ordinary people. Now, it does require humility because this is what Mary says, too. And, man, this is really, you know, challenging. He scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. And the mm -hmm. one thing that we need, because where yeah. are you going to be prideful first in your inmost you, thoughts? Oh, yeah. Is how you think about yourself and yeah. say, I'm better than this person, better than that person, or I deserve this, mm -hmm. I deserve that. And you just have this, you know, sometimes we can get a little bit inflated in our own thinking and just have to absolutely check ourselves because I love it. Even those who are proud in their inmost thoughts, God knows that. So I got to be yeah. careful to say, hey, I need to be humble in the way I think about myself That's in this exactly world right. and other people around me and just realize, hey, you're no big deal. Don't don't think of yourself as you're just an ordinary person. And that's the kind of person God's going to use. Yeah, absolutely. Mary, it says that she was favored by God. Right. When favored by God means that he showed her grace that she didn't even necessarily deserve. Right. He showed her grace. In the scriptures, it says God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. Right. He resists them. He scatters them. You right. know what I'm saying? Because pride is the enemy right. of humility. Well, I mean, pride it is really this. Is. And, and I think Daniel or Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel is where you really learn what pride is. When he looked at his kingdom and all that he had accomplished, and he said, I did it by my might and for my glory. Oh my. That was a wrong thing yeah. to say. And when I live, if you build a business, if you build something great in your life, you have a great family, and you say, look at what I did, mm. and I want the credit for it. Give me, look, give me the credit and I did it by my own strength, you are totally erasing God yeah. out of the equation. That is never yeah. a good idea because you have you don't realize, who do you think gave you those talents? That's right. Who gave you that ability to start with? He could easily take that ability and those blessings away from you. So always That's acknowledge exactly right. and say, the humble will say, I did it for, mm -hmm. I'm giving credit to him for what I did. Yeah. And 
I didn't do it myself. It's like the, I didn't do anything alone. It's the quickest way to rob yourself of the favor that God wants to bestow on you. Right. God's heart is to bestow favor on you. Right. The quickest way to rob yourself of that is to be prideful. Right. And own it for yourself. You know, it's a yeah. pride is one of the biggest wreckers it that is. I've ever yeah. seen in, in ministry, in relationships. You just can't can't have it. So the, the ordinary people, humility. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. an important lesson. Yeah. I think we can be forgiven because one of the things that Zechariah says, you know, to give his, John, his son was going to go to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of sins. Uh, you will name him Jesus. Uh, Joseph was told because he will, he will save his people from their sins. One of the things of the Christmas stories, I mean, the whole purpose of Jesus Christ coming here was to ultimately erase sins yes. and that you can be forgiven. And it doesn't matter what you've done in your past. It doesn't matter how bad it's been. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made. It doesn't matter. You could say, well, man, I've walked X number of, of my years. I haven't even thought mm-hmm. about God. He mm-hmm. wants you back. That's There's exactly more right. rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 who don't need to. When you come to God, he's not like, why are you here? You don't belong here. <laughs> no. He's rejoicing. Oh, yeah. He's happy to Absolutely. see you. Those Anytime same, anybody wants. Those same, sorry, those same angels that were that were showing themselves up to the shepherds and to Mary and to Zechariah right. and all them, the same angels are rejoicing at any sinner that comes back in repentance. You know, right. they're rejoicing in heaven. That's what it says somewhere in Luke. I don't remember where it, exactly where it is. Right. So you might be wondering, well, how do I do that? Well, in 1 John 1, 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Right. Confess it. Right. Let the Lord know, I need you right now. He's going to be there. He's going to forgive well, you. That's what the Lord loves to do. He sent a deliverer, right. Jesus Christ, to do that. That's what he loves to do. Right. Yeah, I think, too, if broken relationships, if something's going on in your marriage or maybe with a friendship that's falling apart because you did something you shouldn't have done, you got to confess that and just come clean with it and and do the best to uh, make amends for it. Yeah. That's how you fix things. I mean, to ignore it, to act like nothing's wrong when there is something wrong is not the way you fix things or build any confidence whatsoever. The other thing, too, we get out of the Christmas story (laughs) is peace because it's goodwill to men, peace on earth. Uh, it even says of John the Baptist, he would guide our feet into the path of peace because God wants peace. He wants peace between us. He wants peace between people. He just wants peace. If yeah. you can't, you're not going to understand life. If you don't understand God's desire, he can't stand bickering. No, He can't stand acrimony yeah. or a lack of harmony. He wants there to be peace. Yeah, you might actually remember the reference of this, but it says that whenever it's possible to to be to live at peace within all men. You well, know, I, I mean, think it that's says Romans, it in Romans yeah. chapter twelve. Right. It says it in Hebrews chapter fourteen. That's God's yeah. heart for us. He right. wants us to be united. He right. wants us to be of one mind, living united. Uh, you know, looking out for each other's interests. I keep coming back to that, but that's really at the heart of what we are to do for each right. other. Well, hey, know? let's let's bring that right into the Christmas season. I mean, mm-hmm. to me. Christmas is the most charitable time of year. It's a time where we're going to help other people and give bigger tips to the waiter and waitresses to just kind of be kind, to look out for each other. You know, I, at times, will go out of my way to support a local business. Not that I need it to. It's just I want to help them. Yeah. So you look at it. It's not about me. It's just about, like you said, don't look out for your own interests. Look out for the interests of others. And if you got everyone just looking out for number one, this society is never going to work because Mm -hmm. it's not built on that. The society works and and it functions well when you're looking out for the other guy. If you're not, you you might steal from them, you might cheat on them with their with their own spouse, you might do all kinds of stuff to them. But when you love them and you're unselfish, 
That is not. You're going to look out for their best interest, exactly not right. what you want. Giving is one of the best expressions of love. Right. I mean, when you just give of yourself, you give of your finances, you give of your time. That's especially important right now. I love giving. You know, yeah. I just don't like that I'm giving and the things that I'm giving are stuck in Cleveland. Yeah. Because US, <laughs> the USPS can't get it together and they've got a the bunch of stuff stuck. Stuck in the distribution <laughs> center, and they're so wow. overwhelmed they don't even know what to do. And I'm looking at this. Yeah, some of the ways that I wanted to be generous, I may not be able to do that right yeah. at Christmas time because right. all this stuff is stuck in a warehouse. So yeah, it's a little bit frustrating. Yeah, we can do other things though. You know, so. But I wanted to do that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That wasn't my plan, Mark. <laughs> oh, it'll get here when it gets here. You know, I mean, that's that's a, my my son. You know, we have a main gift for him. It's been there for my goodness, I don't know, seven, twelve days, almost two weeks. Oh my goodness, stuck there, Jeez. ain't moving. And I'm like, someone's got. And this is, by the way, for those who want the government to take control of over even more parts of our <laughs> lives, send it FedEx. It'll be there in two days. Send it U- UPS. It'll be there shortly. Send it by the government. It's a nightmare. So, and, and they want to take over more of my life. I don't think so. No. I see what's happening in Cleveland. I'm sorry. So, but but I do agree. Back to topic. Uh, be a generous person here, Christmas. You're uh, upset, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, highly favored. Yeah, yeah aggravated. Uh, God keeps his promises. God uses ordinary people. We can be forgiven and we can have peace. These are all lessons yeah. from the Christmas story. Hope that you are going to have a blessed week. Hope that you're in a fantastic Christmas. And for those who watch it before Christmas Eve, uh, Three and five are our service times mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So you can pre-register, uh, contact the church, let us know you're coming. That would be great. We're still taking walk-ins too that didn't register. So if you're here in the show, you want to come out and celebrate the birth of Christ, uh, we are open at Eagleville Bible Church on Christmas Eve. Have a blessed week.